Hello, everybody. It is so wonderful to reconnect. Um, as we step into 2023, of course, we are, you know, curious to explore and understand what kind of energy is flowing in and what we can work with and how we can best work with it. And I couldn't think of a better way to start the year than looking at the moon and the energy that it's bringing us with the wonderful Jane Gleason White once more, um, really powerful intuitive astrologer who is here to once again offer us a lot more insight into what we can expect over the next uh, new moon and full moon, which is pretty imminent. We've got the new moon this Saturday, is that right? Sunday. Sunday, sorry, yes. So yeah, tell us about what can we expect from this new moon? Thank you, Kay. It's wonderful to be back. Yes, in a new year. Um, and Happy New Year to you and to everybody. So what we have on Sunday is actually the is actually marking the beginning of the new lunar year. So we have the new moon in Aquarius um, on Sunday morning at 7:53 a.m. Um, and this is such new energy it's setting the tone for the whole year and for in fact for this new period that we've spoken about a couple of times already which is the so-called Aquarian age which we'll also get a taste of in March when Pluto moves into Aquarius but it doesn't finally move into Aquarius until 2025 so this new moon um, is also a super moon so it's uh, that amplifies the impact of this Aquarian energy and it's all about calling in new visions of the future that's it in a kind of nutshell and it's mental energy it's air energy it's very very fast and it's about new ideas and it's about your tribe and it, it has a sort of paradoxical nature as well because it's about being your truest, most authentic self, your unique, crazy, maverick self, um, so that you can best be part of the whole. So never giving over yourself to what other people might think of you or, you know, so being fully eccentric, which is the best way to be in the whole, in the collective. Um, that's the energy of, of Aquarius. So it's all about the collective and serving the collective but from your truest truest place and also it's only from your truest truest place where you're not carrying all your old baggage and all your old emotional dramas that you can truly honor and see the other so it's very beautiful energy I like Aquarian energy yeah that's a really big paradigm shift though for everyone right there in terms of you know having had so much conditioning around fitting in you know, that whole pack mentality, this really seems to embody what this whole collective shift over the last few years has really profoundly been kind of driving at, which is, no, stop doing that. Stop, stop fitting in um, by diminishing your own light so that you can be more acceptable to those around you who have preconceived ideas over what you should or should not be. And it seems that instead now we're being actively encouraged and supported in recognizing that we best serve the collective by actually allowing our own uniqueness <laughs> to be truly visible. Yeah, I love it. 
So, uh, yeah, we've talked about it before in various ways, haven't we? It's about because only by being your truest, authentic self can you, and maybe the word authentic is overused as well as truest self, but it's by allowing all the things that you might feel shy about but which you're truly passionate about and are truly you to be expressed. And mm -hmm. as I've already mentioned here, I never, you know, I, I've kept my astrology practice secret for 30 years. So this seems indicative of the sort of, and actually Aquarius rules astrology. So uh, that's a very appropriate thing to say right now, but it's about not being afraid of the judgment of the group um, to, and as you say, Kay, to bring, you know, to shine your light, because that is how you'll best serve the collective with, mm -hmm. by bringing your gifts, your unique gifts, not what you think other people expect, because you can never know what's best for other people. And if you allow yourself to be guided by what you think they expect you're always second guessing yourself and shutting yourself down so I, I love this energy it's yeah it's about there's courage in it because it's opposite Leo which we'll talk about in a minute uh, which is the full moon coming up on the 6th of February but it's um there's a lot of expansive energy again it's Jupiter in Aries which we talked about last time which is expanding the self so it's passionate self-expanded energy really supporting us to find our way into our truest self or allow our truest self out I think it's probably a better way to put it yeah and so um so for those listening I guess it would be you know you might be in a place where you feel really strongly called to do something that you've not yet done before. And, you know, and these, cause you, you mentioned a few times, Jane, that new visions are being called in with uh -huh. this Aquarius energy. So that, that means that what you're calling in now, you may never have even contemplated doing. And the fact that it even seems in your grasp might be, you know, profoundly confronting to you in some ways, which is where this courage aspect will be required. And, and then equally, there might be those of you who have absolutely no idea, you know, what it is that you want, but you know that where you're at is no longer meeting you. And um, yeah, and I think that's something that might be interesting for us to talk about. And you can tell me how, you know, the energy, the astrological energy uh, relates to this is this needs being met. Because, you know, as I think, as we move into this, a uh, deeper understanding of our unique signature in terms of what it is that we want to express into the world through every means is the, the, the step that must come before that, which is this recognition that we, um, we are in a place in our lives where we are not feeling happy. We're not feeling uh, fulfilled or met in any way. And um, and I actually just finished having a session with somebody who was very much in that place. And, you know, and I think it, if you're in that place where you're surrounded by life situations that feel broken, that feel profoundly, even overwhelmingly, um, you know, unsound, I would really urge you to see this as, a, as actually a situation that's working for you, not against you, because it's only through that process of destruction, actually crumbling that, um, that yes, that we are actually sufficiently propelled to seek better. 
and and the, the realization that it must come from us that we cannot rely on other people or other institutions to give us um, or bring us the joy that we actually seek and I think that when we're propelled into that place then we actually start to actively explore and become creative as to what can meet our needs which is when we might you know find ourselves doing things that we never thought we ever would yeah I think the there's some very beautiful energy in this um new moon around communication and words so we and all the planets are going forward now and a lot of them have been you know in this more inward mode so now it's um very outward expression so it it will also be a moon which will bring and it's very intellectual energy so it will bring in lots of new ideas so in terms of people who are feeling like you just described Kay sort of stuck in the old and watching things fall apart one thing I would say is this week before the the new moon on Sunday is a really really good time astrologically to you know let things start to shift away and fall away from a more because once the sun goes into Aquarius it's a much more objective energy so you can start if you know you can you'll be supported to allow yourself to distance um, and disconnect a bit from those the hot well the big emotions that we've had you know over the festive season especially with the full moon in cancer so it's a really transformative moon and it's because it's in conversation with Pluto which is still in the old order and except that this new moon has gone beyond it so it it really is pushing forward into the new and allowing you to release the old so it won't be without strong emotions but it, it is offering you the possibility of standing back from them and possibly disconnecting from old patterns you know if you want an example from my own life I was so stunned to find um, looking through a whole lot of diaries for a different reason from the last three years to find men almost the most constant refrain in my writer's personal diaries was freaking the name of freaking men who were totally unavailable and I just thought oh my god so telling and it's such a good I you know and I have no more emotional sort of embroilment in these men and I just thought whoa that is the perfect kind of example of of having a bit of distance now if if any of you do um to just change your mind just go actually no like I would not be constantly writing about men in 2023 this is just my own example um because I've got so many other things in my mind and why is that what I chose to kind of validate and you know make important or make central to my mind case smiling because you know these stories but that just seems to me a really small but perfect example of how we can allow ourselves to sort of stay stuck in old things just because we get into these habits of mind and I feel this moon is really good this new Aquarian moon because it's cool intellectual energy and it can allow us to be dispassionate and give our emotions a break and just disconnect from them and have a sort of cooler assessment of things and decide no I choose not to do that because we do have a choice. And the reason I was smiling was actually because yeah, you couldn't be more aligned with this session I just finished where there was old relationships that were really still 
creating a lot of um, confusion in their minds about, you know, how to move forward. And, and this is the thing, you know, relationships in particular is such a great example, Jane, because they are so, mm, you know, addictive. Yeah. Relationships are addictive. And it's it, even in my own life in the last couple of weeks, I've actually been really, you know, because of that cancer full moon we had, um, I've really been like looking at my relationships under a new light in terms of how are my needs being met here? Like, what is this relationship truly bringing into my life? And not from in terms of what this person is giving or not giving me. It's how am I showing up in this space? How am I creating the experience of this relationship? Because what we all tend to do is be in relationship with something or someone, because we do this with time, with belongings, with, you know, relationships. Is with like, our phones. <laughs> Exactly. It's like a really powerful, it's a foundation of, it's one of the foundations of our existence. And it's really been helpful to me over the last few weeks to really analyze how I'm showing up in relationship, how I'm teaching people to treat me and also how I wish to relate to them or to the thing. And because the energy I put out is the energy that I'm going to get back. And, you know, the discussion, the session I had just now around, you know, moving forward was really encumbered because of old relationships, which were still in the psyche. And even though there was no hope of anything actually happening, it was just this longing. And, and it's really worth recognizing, you know, that when we allow these sabotaging beliefs to really take center stage in our thought processes we really undermine our ability to move forward and and i i, I called it clean energy you know what how where can we you know everyone talks about spring cleaning in the new year or not spring cleaning like you know clearing up your energy oh sorry clearing up your space throw out your old stuff you like set everything afresh this is all great, but that's external. Like, what are we doing internally? This is where the energy needs to get cleaned. And really looking at what can I bring into completion is really important. Relationships, what am I doing that's not serving me that maybe I just don't want to admit to, or I'm too scared to get myself out of. I don't want to confront anyone. I don't want to give anyone unpleasant news. Who am I prioritizing needs over mine? You know, because these are all the things that trip us up, that stop us actually cleaning up energy. If I let go of that, then they'll be in trouble or they won't be able to support themselves, blah, blah. We put other people's needs ahead of our own, which is, you know, what we're taught to do. But actually what we're really doing is ensuring that we stay stuck. Mm. And, and so it's actually self-protection that we are disguising under all these altruistic reasons. And, and so... If we're being energetically supported to let go of things right now, I highly recommend that everyone has a really honest look at their relationships specifically, because that is where it can get, that's where the stuff can hide very easily. 
and um and it's not pleasant it is uncomfortable and i think that's also part of you know what you're describing there jane with the aquarius energy of being able to maintain this level of detachment maybe like this impersonal energy which is going to really serve us in actually sticking up for ourselves actually and you know drawing lines in the sand and saying you know i've let myself down by being in this relationship perhaps and i no longer want to do that i actually i really want to activate some self-care that is me moving out of this space energetically and actually seeking relationships that show up for me in every way that I would like them to, by showing up for myself in every way that I would like to. Yeah, so that's interesting that you talk about relationships and letting go of that energy. And I agree with you that relationships are a really good way to witness ourselves in our emotional turmoil. And especially because often, if not always, these issues relate to questions of abandonment and not being loved as a child and all of that sort of you know it all goes back to childhood that we talk about with the moon all the time and that's a little bit in the leo full moon energy and i think the gift of the new moon in aquarius is that it's not asking us to go into those emotions we don't have to even really feel them um i mean i I, you've already mentioned earlier before we hit record that this is a time when emotions can rise up and be released and we don't even really have to narrate them or attach stories or words to them. We can just sort of allow them. This is very much in line with this new moon in Aquarius because it's very intellectual energy. It's very mental energy. And you said something that really resonated with the moon as well about being able to speak our minds because there's a lot of communication energy that's very much about self-expression, doubly kind of amplified here in this uh, moon and in easy flowing conversation with the moon. So it's definitely a time that we may have many things to say to other people and may or not be around boundary setting, but just about our self-expression and, and how we're feeling, you know, because I feel that most people, even if we're still in the rubble, as we mostly are, um, of the old, feel some new bud of some new thing coming, even if it's just a feeling, even if it's just a, a kind of desire to change your life or whatever. So this is a time to, to listen to what's coming up for us as well from our own, um, you know, the ideas that might be coming to us. It's a really good time for having for brainstorming and making connections, joining dots, sort of going, aha, yeah, oh, that's what that all was about and just kind of letting it go. So it's it's really about this mental energy and the distance from things and just being able to see how we sort of allowed ourselves to go down these rabbit holes that we can now actually just decide not to. It's really mental energy. It's very decisive. We can actually just say no. To ourselves and our old habits, really, is that, that's what we're doing. Our old habits of sort of, I would go so far as to say, abandoning ourselves by picking up our phone to text or have they texted or have they emailed or just losing ourselves on social media or all of that because this is also a very big moon for social media and heated discussions and communication on social media. So there's a lot of communication energy here. Mm, yeah, I think that's... um 
a really valuable perspective in that letting go, you know, we've had a lot of time dedicated to doing lots of deep, powerful clearing work. And, um, and now I think, or it feels like there's a level of uh, maturity that's being required or invited. And that is now, you know, going through experiences where we can observe our triggers being triggered, but simply use our awareness of them to hold space for them and not feel the need to go into them. And in that we, you know, we transcend that duality of the rightness and wrongness of any given situation that we feel we might feel wronged by and, and can observe it, you know, like everyone has different things. It might be love, it might be money, it might be health, you know? And if you're in <clears throat> an experience right now, which is triggering one of those aspects within you, and 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 just know it and just and acknowledge it just in the acknowledgement of it your awareness of it means that it's being met and it doesn't need therefore to then play out into a big whole theater of experience <laughs> and and that's where we start to actually transcend these psych cyclical looping behaviors that we actually may have been really heavily entwined with for years. So yeah, I feel like um, there's an energy of completion yeah. that's still transpiring. Like, yes, this might be the beginning of a new year. And, you know, normally we're told to start driving things. Actually, I disagree with that. I actually feel January, at least for me, you know, Christmas is normally super busy and you come into January, everyone expects you to know what you're doing for the rest of the year. I'm like, chill out. <laughs> I need a few like, like weeks to really sit with myself, actually, and, and just really reflect on who I've been and what's what's happened and actually who I want to start becoming and even more so than I've already been dreaming in, you know, constant refinement, you know, that's it. And it's just really leaning into that space and time to intentionally start to make make decisions about who I want in my life and who I don't and move forward from that place yeah this is so much about doing the the last thing that you said about so not even it's this moon I mean this week is a good time for looking back and completing things but this moon is really going beyond all of that this is our opportunity it's still connected to that but it's moving on so in terms of where you put your attention and your energy uh, from Sunday onwards it, the best thing to do with this lunar energy and in this new year is to allow whatever dreams or urges or just tiny visions that might be little seeds inside you to come forth so it's also a time as all this time is until um june to be in your heart and to sit with yourself uh, but that's more probably at the full moon but it's because the new and this is all new this is the first degree of aquarius it's brand new energy everything is going to be new and it's the beginning of a pretty much a 140 year cycle as well as the next Pluto cycle. So this is 
very big, new beginnings. And so just what is it that you, you know, and it could be as simple as the great astrologer Pam Gregory says, it can be as simple as choosing to feel more love every day, inviting in more love. That can be your whole intention for the year. And it doesn't have to be love as in boyfriend or girlfriend or romantic or anything, but however it comes, you know, like don't kind of narrow. It's very expansive energy. It's everything's possible. So allow, and, and it's very much about this cosmic energy, Aquarius, co-creation with the universe or spirit or God or whatever the word is that you use for that and allowing space for the unknown and for all the other beings around you who may be human and they may be who knows what um, to step in and help. It's very much that sort of energy because it's sort of collective energy. So it feels like a huge shift out of that stuck emotional, what are my patterns? What are my old things? I need to look at them again and get out of them. Almost it's like, uh uh-uh, just shift your mind and be open to the new. But it's also gentle, like don't force anything. Absolutely do not write a list of 10 things you want to do this year and have finished by December the 31st. But do allow yourself the daring possibility of amazing new things coming into your life this year because it also can be really scary to trust that we can have, not even have, but that we can welcome in the unknown, which might be benevolent. Yeah, I think audacious. Not even audacious, just open, I think. Mm. I mean, audacious sort of implies some expectation or some, I mean, I sort of understand, well, maybe I should ask what exactly you mean by that word, because this is... From a place of daring. Well, yeah, in terms of daring. I mean, but it feels like gentle daring. And audacity feels more as if it comes with other energy, but that's just, I guess, my interpretation of that word because it's it's daring to imagine that life might be good almost is as simple as that. I think my experience of stepping more into my soul self has felt audacious because it has felt yeah, like right. required a lot of courage. Um which from an outsider's perspective would seem um, surprising. And yet it's been my journey of overcoming my internal narrative. That's where it's the audaciousness has been required, you know? And so, um, and I still am very cognitive that this year is inviting me to do much more of that. And there will, I have no doubt, there will be a requirement for more audacious behavior on terms of my internal experience. So, yeah, I think, um, I think it sounds like it's really wonderful energy to do this work. Very supportive. That's actually perfect. Kay. Thank you for clarifying because that what you're describing is, so I was more thinking outwardly and what we might invite in and often, we can't imagine that things could be better and that change can bring good things because it's a lot about that in this in this new moon and you're so right and it speaks very much to this new moon because to be our true selves and to to answer the call within which is very much about the leo full moon coming up um we 
we often have to do things that we might feel are going to offend other people or shock them or make them think, who is this person? Yeah, because to be our truest, unique, crazy selves, which this Aquarian moon is very much about, can be uncomfortable, you're right, and does take audacity. Mm, yeah. So the Aquarian moon clearly is... Um, the So the... The bit that I really like actually is that yes, we're being invited to step into our, our unique selves, but in the context of being part that in the context of by doing that, we best support the group. Yeah. And that is the real, you know, as I saw as we started with, that's the paradigm shift from, you know, even down to our school system, you know, trying to tap us all out in exactly the same way you know fit in fit in be a good girl or boy do what you're meant to do and then you fit into the pack and you'll survive whereas you know the irony is I guess it just hit me then that in prehistoric times to be in the group meant to survive whereas now staying in the group require like you have to survive the group actually <laughs> like we're all actually trying to survive the critiquing nature of the group the group hasn't become a safe place the group is not the safe place. It's, you know, originally being part of the group was safe because the rest of the world was dangerous. Now the group has become threatening. And, and that's what we see in social media is this response to feeling threatened from the outside. And so people feeling they need to be a certain way and act a certain way to receive approval. And, and yet now we're in this space of actually letting go of all of those preconceived ideas, really leaning into what brings you joy therefore and therefore understanding you know what it is that you really want to express yourself through and by doing that inspiring those around you to do the same thing or well, yeah to yeah it's very much about finding your tribe as well so finding the groups where you can be yourself your most you know uh -huh, okay self because it's so much about the tribe uh, when I say the collective, Aquarius is about the collective, which, you know, a tribe is a very good way, a familiar phrase, a word that we have for the collective. So, yeah, it's about finding your tribe and being your true self, because also this new Aquarian energy that's coming in is going to be so strong from 2025, but we're going to get a big taste of this year and next is all about how the group supports you. You know, uh -huh. we may well go back, you know, depending on what happens to our planet, we to be in community, like minded communities of, you know, gardens and food and off grid power, all that kind of stuff. That's that's going to be big in the Aquarian age. So the group may I mean, it's an interesting example that you gave just then, because that may well be the case that we may remember, actually, that the group is not a place that shuts us down the group is a place that uh enables our survival because that's actually the truth mm, yeah i think you know there's going to be a lot of mindset shifts here and i think obviously transitioning and and talking like as we talked about with the relationships identifying where the relationships in your life are serving you and where they're not and actually weirdly over the last few days i found myself contemplating you know particularly around women um you know, I so look forward to the day when, as a woman, I can walk into a space where there are other women, whether I know them or not, whether they are like-minded or not, or not. And yet, because we are women, feel 
safe, connected, supported and empowered rather than the opposite. And yeah, I've been, it's, I don't know why it keeps playing up for me in my mind, but just this sense of, you know, seeing another woman's beauty as a, as a different expression of my own rather than something I need to compete with or um, copy, you know, and, and observing other women being powerful or soft or every different array of femininity and, and celebrating it. And seeing differences as something to celebrate and support with and, and actually behaving like sisters. Like I really, I'm excited to move into that paradigm. Um, and the same with how we relate to the opposite sex as well. Um, so yeah, it's uh, clearly gonna be a time of great shifts internally in order to help us relate to those around us in a better way and yeah. inspire each other, you know? very much about the family of humanity the mm. sisterhood and the brotherhood this new moon and just to conclude with a helpful way of thinking about it it's a good time to ask yourself what new values and I know this has been a recurrent theme about new values but new values or spiritual into your life this year or ask you yourself because you just cut out so new spiritual that's all right don't worry qualities new, new spiritual qualities yeah life yeah um you know that's it at, a, at its sort of simplest and most usable uh i think or because i always love gardens and the metaphor of gardening what new seeds do you want to plant in your garden for this year and as i say it can be love or joy or new adventures or a new creative project it can be quite simple and open it doesn't have to be anything specific and I feel at the moment the simpler and more open it is the better because it's such new energy and that's it I think also there seems to be great support for this time recognizing that the past does not need to sabotage what you're planting for the future no you Definitely know, really not. profoundly letting that sink into your psyche. It's not, oh, here we go again. I'm going to plant another seed in the hope that I'll find love, but I haven't so far. Why should I this year? No, none of that. Like really recognizing that this is new energy we are in. These are completely different times. And that with that, we have so much more support than we've ever experienced in this time dimension reality. And so you have absolutely every opportunity to rewrite your future. Um, Jane and I were actually, and maybe this is what we're going to talk about with Leo. <laughs> I don't know if I want to, but fractalization, or should I wait for Leo in terms of what can happen overnight? Uh, you can, we'll talk about Leo in one second, but just, I was just going to say in relation to what you just said, that it's, you know, when I use, say, when I say I will welcome love in for 2023, I just mean it in the broadest, biggest sense. It can, you know, maybe you'll find a kitten and it will be the most amazing relationship you've ever had in your whole life or move to a new house and fall in love with the view out the window, you know, but love is benevolent, you know, I mean, I, I just think that what the way that you spoke then sort of implied an old fashioned idea or, 
you know, the idea that love means a relationship with someone that you're in love with and they love you and you live together and have a house and live happily ever after or whatever. I mean, love in its broadest, biggest sense, whatever the right love is for us for this year or whatever, or whatever is the most expansive joy creating love that we can possibly have. And it may not be anything that we can possibly imagine, which is why it's so good not even to have any image or idea about what it is. And when I use the word joy or when I say a new creative project, you know, so I've traditionally been a writer and I probably am going to welcome in a new creative project this year. That is exactly how I'm feeling. And I, I have no idea what that could be. I mean, it could, it may not be a book. It may not. I, I think the more open we are and the less we try and cling on to the ways that we've done things in the past, obviously without, without letting go of everything, because obviously we all have to survive and earn money and there are still ways that we need to operate in the world that are, you know, that we've built and created over a long time, which are incredibly valuable and, you know, no throwing the baby out with the bathwater, but this is just allowing the possibility of something new to enter. It's really as simple as that at the moment. Perfect. Perfect. So Leo, we got this full moon in Leo. Which is all about the heart. And that is coming up on on Monday, the 6th of February at um, 5.28 a.m. And so Leo is the opposite side of Aquarius and in the Northern Hemisphere where the Zodiac was conceived, it is the height of summer. So it's August. It's when the sun is at its highest. The whole world is blossoming and fruiting and flowering and probably not fruiting, flowering. So it's it's all about self-expression and creative expression. It's about play and fun. It rules the child energy. So, so much creative energy, play. It's about love affairs. It's not very serious, definitely not serious. It's, uh, yeah, so it's our heart. And I think that's where it connects to that fractal um conversation that we had in terms of the astrology in terms of my understanding of it is that according to some of the interest mostly at this moment Ampan Gregory the heart can be seen as the kind of almost like our cosmic map or our own fractal which connects us to all the other fractal energies of the cosmos, well, the cosmos and every single other person. It's a hugely powerful, it's not even an organ in Chinese uh, medicine. And I'm very interested in Chinese medicine. It's the seat of our soul. That feels very true to me. And so this is all about activating our heart energy um, and playing and lightening up, you know, so there's all this weight, all these, this stuck energy that we've had and maybe you know, if we've had a hard time with a friend or had a hard time in a relationship or just been, you know, just lighten up. Maybe it's time to just have a few laughs. It's very, thank goodness. It's really that energy. I'll talk about it. It's got a more interesting aspect, which I'll talk about in a moment. But if you want to segue on about the fractals, Kay. Um, oh, yeah. I mean, so I just want to lean into the fractal energy a little bit because it really ties in nicely to what we were just mentioning with the Aquarius um, new moon in this ability that we currently have to 
create something unknown because right now we are we are moving into this energy as we've already talked about where you're, you're tuning into what your essence is and when we do that when we when we really follow life from a heart place we are coming at it from what do I want to do now what do I want to explore what do I want to look at and it's you know, we've all experienced it. When you're in that place where you're super inspired, you're super happy, you're fascinated with what you're doing, you have energy for days because you're so inspired and it drives you in way beyond any sort of uh, practical means. It just, it just comes, it comes through you. And that's that really profound source energy that we're all being invited to tune into which only is accessible when we follow what we love I mean goodness what fantastic found like it's so incredibly engineered to create joy and and this is why we're so terrified of it because we're so trained to earn joy and this is it we're, we're invited to just follow it now and and when we we operate in that way, it's it's a fractal way of operating because it it multiplies rapidly. And I was listening to this really powerful recording the other day, which compared this kind of fractal growth to an algae bloom. And I think that's such a great way of putting it because an algae bloom can start off with this, you know, microbiome cell and overnight can take over an ocean. And that is exactly what is possible in this energy is, you know, if you really tune into what makes your heart sing, anything is possible. And this is why the past is no longer relevant for your future. This is how we step out of the cycle of time. This is actually how we step into the now. It is literally by doing what feels good. And, um, and so it seems as though this Leo full moon is really inviting us to step into that. Absolutely. Amazing. Um, it's all about that. And it's exactly, you've almost described what the Leo energy and the full moon is about, which is so much about remembering or learning that to find our purpose or our truest thing, it's not about working hard and searching out in the world. It's it's all inside us and the best way that we can work out what it is is to you know even sit down and write what are the three things that make me happiest and they could be so so simple mm. and then so just tune in to that or that where I feel joy or whatever and then just tune into that energy and then notice in the day it's funny because I've been doing this recently and it's so interesting what I find you know when I'm high as a kite god I'm such a nerd it's when I'm in the library or you know and but it's so good to notice because mm -hmm. as you say Kay when you come from that place of joy not only are you buoyed up to the extent that you just go like a a sort of maniac and yes everything's kind of easy you don't even care how hard it is you just keep going but also you're because this is the polarity of Aquarius and and Leo you're also ironically finding the best way to sort of serve the whole you know mm -hmm. because you're coming from your truest place and there's just a lightness to it there's a very light energy to this um 
full moon, although it is in a challenging aspect to Saturn in its last degrees of Aquarius. So this is again about, you know, finding some sort of objectivity. We may have lessons from our friends. We'll be probably invited at this full moon to learn about how to best balance this passionate creative energy of our own you know beings and our hearts and following our joy with the needs of the group and we may learn it in ways that are uncomfortable which is Saturn can be a hard teacher you know we may run up against you know we may feel the shame or whatever that comes from truly expressing ourselves so but remember that this is to teach us to balance out um the personal and the impersonal, the self and the collective. So the full moon is always a kind of more balancing energy and an illuminating energy. So primarily it's about being in our heart and and literally, as you've just said, following our joy in terms of giving us more insights into... Is that my computer? No, it was outside. All right, into making into learning more about these new things that we might be inviting in. Cause there's also a lot of dramatic uh, flashes that could come to us, surprises, shocking things that could sort of wake us up. It's very kind of awakening energy. So it's a pretty active full moon. Um, and it is definitely time or a time to be in our hearts and to follow our joy and to lighten up and also to be grounded. It's very much in this, grounding energy that I've been talking about, which goes until June. And also maybe to ask questions about the security that change might bring. So maybe staying the same is no longer the most solid foundation for us. Maybe change is going to make us, because there's a lot of Taurus energy and it's about our security. And maybe now our security is best found through inviting in change. Okay, so really, yeah, security is such a powerful core desire. Um, and so it's really great to have that as a heads up to know that, you know, that could be something that is triggered for us. And, and you know, it makes a lot of sense if we're leaping into these new frontiers inevitably they're going to have practical repercussions and and I think that's probably you know the thing that most keeps us resistant to the concept is you know and the session I had this morning would align with that you know this this guy was worried about if I follow my heart how do I support my family and and others you know and and this is the one single narrative I think that really um yeah, trips people up in terms of, oh, it all sounds great, Kay, but how is this meant to actually really happen? And, you know, I think as we talked about, you know, you mentioned the word balance there too. And and I think that that's actually the key to this. It's actually recognizing that you don't need to have all the answers up front because once we start moving into new places, our energy changes dramatically. And that means we start to attract different outcomes. So which is why we can't possibly predict where we're gonna be if we make a really big gear change in our lives. 
in any way because we've never been there. So we've never experienced what we'll attract from that place. And so really understanding that, well, actually this is where this whole trust thing and, and really maintaining that sense of inner balance is going to become so important because you're going to, each of us is actually being asked to hold space for that discomfort and and do it anyway, you know, and 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 really trust that you're going to be looked after. Um, which I guess is the nature of every new explorer, right? You never know what you're moving into. And, and it's why so many people have resistance to this. And but I feel like as a collective, actually, we're being invited into a lot more courage. Yeah, that's very much the signature of both these moons. And Leo is a sign of courage. It is the heart. That's le coeur in French. Um, courage is all is has shares the same. Yeah, talking about are you just the, cut out there, Jane? Courage is it's okay. Courage is the same as the French word for heart. So it it's it's rooted, the root of the word courage is the heart. So, but talking about security and so it's not about, again, throwing everything out. There's still the old, the residual of the old is still going to be with us for the next two years. We're still working through it. But also it's not just about throwing out the old, it's about sifting through it and finding what, you know, what we're going to keep. I'm thinking, you know, specifically if someone's thinking of throwing up a job and starting something brand new. I mean, obviously, no, that's, it's not a time for that. It is a time for opening our minds to it. There's so much mental energy and inviting it in because sometimes even the possibility of inviting in change is scary because it threatens us at such a deep survival level with our security, you know, which is how we earth ourselves. And, you know, it's the root chakra. It's really, it's below our conscious mind. We, you know, it's mm -hmm. something that is, can be controlling us from beyond our knowledge, but so, yeah, it's really about doing what you're saying. And that's also true of the Aquarius new moon. It's just opening up the possibility of new things and starting to cultivate them, plant the seeds, inquire about them, allow yourself to be curious. And there's so much mental energy in both these moons um, in terms of conversations that you might have, what sorts of conversations you might be having with yourself. I mean, it's very external energy. It's fast-moving energy. And, you know, so in the case of someone wanting to change their lives, but what about all the people I support? A conversation with, this, with the people you support is very favoured at this full moon. There's a lot of beautiful flowing and also at the new moon conversations. Um, they may be, you know, there may be a lot of passionate energy that comes out. So we have to sort of modify them. But there's a lot of support for conversations and self-expression. At both these moons so yeah we 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 bring in the new together we don't just do it ourselves yeah gentle transitions yeah it's really um important I feel to highlight that because um I think I witnessed I've witnessed a lot of people myself included um I did quit the job and just dive into the the new life and that was a really challenging experience because I was not energetically prepared and so and I find this is what happens you have two options you can 
gently open the doorway to that shift and then make that transition and really support yourself in that transition, even though it might take a while to do that to full completion until you're really moved into that new space. But it happens gently and it unfolds because like any new anything, it needs a birthing process. And and the cesarean I gave myself, <laughs> as I like cut myself out of corporate and threw myself into spiritual, you know, work, um, was really abrupt. And I did not have the, the foundation within myself to hold space for it. So it was really challenging financially and mentally and emotionally. And um, and so then I spent, I, I made the change really quick, but then I spent a lot of time still going through the birth process within myself into this new version of myself there's no shortcut it's just how you want to do it and my absolute advice would be go gently <laughs> learn from my mistakes but you know obviously that was something that I needed to learn I'm an Aries so that's part of my makeup and and so finding balance finding you know a softer way of doing things has been a very beautiful lesson and um, and yeah, definitely, I can understand why that's an important thing for us to take into account now. Hmm. Yeah, so there's not much else that I have to say about the full moon. I think it's um, it's it's quite fiery. It's it you know you may get all these kind of insights, dramatic insights, shocking insights, um, and illuminations. And it's, you know, it's definitely a time about being in our hearts and being grounded, the same that I say every time, but this is just the recurrent message. It's amazing how all these moons are, mm. are giving the same message. And also pay attention to what, um, what sort of restrictions or judgments you might feel from the collective or from your friends from the group whatever group you're in from others and and try and keep that new moon aquarian sort of detachment and and ask yourself what is this teaching me about myself and my creative self-expression and the way i fit into groups so it is passionate energy the leo moon and we can still balance it out with this cooler, more detached intellectual energy, which is where the sun and Saturn are in Aquarius still inviting us to reflect on the ways in which we might feel uncomfortable in a group, I guess, if we start to passionately self-express. You know, that may, that may or may not turn up, but because it's an opposition and often we often learn about these things through other people and because it's in Aquarius and it's about friends it's it's possible that we might feel you know either at odds in our group or that we can't be ourselves or that people are restricting us in some way from being ourselves and so I guess what I'm saying is try not to take it too personally and just allow it to to teach you about probably where you might need to ground more and be more deeply rooted in this sense of inner security, this Taurian energy, this self-sufficient, autonomous, simple earth, sort of earthed 
energy. Yeah, because I mean, essentially, you're not getting it wrong just because someone else doesn't like it. No, but if it's, but this particular moon is inviting you to, to learn from that in some way. That's the best use of whatever possible, you know, maybe you'll learn that, oh, I don't, don't even want to hang out with those people anymore. I, I want to be this new passionate self. And if they're weirded out by that, then, you know, whatever. But the place to do it, because sort of the resolution of this polarity is to be earthed and to be, again, in our heart. So it's passionate heart energy in the moon and it's um, earthed, deep, independent, simple, connected with your root chakra um, energy or, you know, go and sit on the earth. And that's where you'll find the ground from which to you know, make a decision because maybe there will be a decision. It's a polarity. Maybe you have to say, oh, well, you know, I, I prefer hanging out with these friends these days or, you know, it might not manifest like that, but this is the potential energy from it. Yeah. So that's it. It's recognizing that just by doing you and someone else doesn't like it, it's not because you're not getting it right. It's because for whatever reason, their energy doesn't align with what you're now moving into and expressing. And yeah, absolutely. You know, and the, you could have a conversation and, hey, why did you just call me out then? This is me doing, you know, like my new project or, what, you know, didn't you like my painting or, you know. And so it's also really, you know, both these moves are really, really good times for communication. Sorry to interrupt just then, Kay, but I just, you know, because it's we don't just have to take it as given. We can say, oh, you know, because obviously some of our friends um we don't want to not some probably all of them we don't want to just go oh sorry can't spend time with you so converse with them oh why did that freak you out or you know whatever mm -hmm. yeah I think um at the end of the day you got to do what feels right for you but I think the the message is don't be put off by being you because it's not received well um allow that to be their stuff not yours because I think you know we're gonna the more that we follow our enjoy the more initially the more creative we might be the more unusual we might be the more outlandish we might be and and the more vulnerable we will feel in that potentially and so this is just a note to that aspect of you to just reassure you that this is about you doing you and and the more that we do that, the more we each do ourselves, the actually the better the world will be. And um, and if it doesn't land well with your environment, change the environment or interact with it and question it and 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 see it not as something, not as a reflection of something broken or wrong or incorrect or any of that, which is you know often what we can sometimes do we kind of retreat oh I'm going out and someone doesn't like it and I retreat back in it's not necessary it's just about really understanding that this is the journey this is you discovering yourself exploring yourself and then letting it land however it needs to land and equally recognizing that it might land badly with one person who then six months later comes back and says I'm so glad you did that I really needed to clear whatever was going on with them and you doing that was the trigger for that process so you never ever know you know the what the greater context is all we can ever do is tune into what feels right for us and trust it actually mm. and also because it's 
this joyful, playful Leo new moon, it gives you energy and to say, ah, oh, hey, did you know you just did, said that or that made me feel weird or, you know, I mean, and they'll go, oh, no, I didn't even know that. Or maybe that's because I haven't done my painting today. Or, you know, like this is really playful. This is friendly energy. It's not about any of that sort of dynamic that you just described in terms of feeling shut down. And I'm not sure that that's going to be the energy that's going to come up. It's more just noticing if, you know, because it's very much about friends as our teachers, because, you know, we don't learn everything from ourselves. I mean, the answers are kind of within, but we learn from the world. And this is very much about friends or our higher minds, our intellect. It's about all this Aquarian energy. So it doesn't have to be our friends. It can be the collective or it can be a group that we're drawn to, you know, like an institution you're in, not so much a school or something, but, a, you know, if you've got some online group, I mean, it can be on social media. If you're feeling um, that they are questioning what you're doing, you know, converse with them. It, it's very much about communication and conversations and it's very supported by this. So I guess it's about noticing if you are feeling put off or shut down by some external thing, see it as a teacher. Mm. Yeah, perfect. Right. Thank you so much, Jane, for again, one's like giving us so much context and un deeper understandings around the unknown that we're walking into. I find it so um, supportive and empowering having all of this context in my life. So I'm sure the listeners resonate with that and really appreciate all these different perspectives that you offer. Thank you. Um, I'm excited for the following installment already. It's always so exciting to hear, you know, what's going on on such a grand planetary level that affects us in ways that we otherwise never understand. So thank you. And thank you, as always, Kay, for having me on this show. It's so fascinating to think about the moons each month and to talk to you about them. And I would just say again, so this is the beginning of a whole new lunar year it's brand new energy because it's so early on in Aquarius and it is setting the tone for quite a while in terms of this inviting in of the new and it's this new collective energy where we can be our truest selves in, the, in our tribe. So it's beautiful, beautiful energy and, you know, enjoy it. Oh, beautiful. Thank you so much. I hope that that's um, given you all a lot more um, colour for your paintings for this year and that you can, um, yeah, maybe start to consider a lot of what we talked about here and how it might be relevant to you. Um, I will be launching a lot of new projects myself this year. So keep yourself um, posted by looking at my website, www.kwilson.love. And yeah, if you'd like a one-to-one -one session with me, please email me and reach out. I'd love to hear from you. Sending you all lots of love. Thank you once again, Jane, and see you in a month's time. <laughs> Take care, guys, and see you soon. Bye-bye.